Chapter 29 The Rasa Dance Introduction In Srimad Bhagavatam, it is stated that the Rasa Dance took place on the full moon night of the Sarat season. From the statements of previous chapters, it appears that the festival of Govardhan Puja was performed just after the dark moon night in the month of Kartik, and thereafter the ceremony of Bratur Dvitwiya was performed. Then the wrath of Indra was exhibited in the shape of torrents of rain and hailstones, and Lord Krishna held up Govardhan Hill for seven days, until the ninth day of the moon. Thereafter, on the tenth day, the inhabitants of Vrindavan were talking amongst themselves about the wonderful activities of Krishna, and the next day a codice was observed by Nanda Maharaj. On the next day, Dvadasi, Nanda Maharaj went to take bath in the Ganges and was arrested by the men of Varuna, then was released by Lord Krishna. Then Nanda Maharaj, along with the cowherd men, was shown the spiritual sky. In this way, the full moon night of the Sarat season came to an end. The full moon night of Asvina is called the Sarat Purnima. It appears from the statements of Srimad Bhagavatam that Krishna had to wait another year for such a moon before enjoying the Rasa dance with the gopis. At the age of seven years, he lifted Govardhan Hill. Therefore, the Rasa dance took place during his eighth year. From the Vedic literatures, it appears that when a theatrical actor dances amongst many dancing girls, the group dance is called a rasa dance. When Krishna saw the full moon night of the Sarat season, decorated with seasonal flowers, especially the Malika flowers, which are very fragrant, he remembered the gopis' prayers to the goddess Katyayani, wherein they prayed for Krishna to be their husband. He thought that the full moon night of the Sarat season was just suitable for a nice dance. So their desire to have Krishna as their husband would then be fulfilled. The words used in this connection in Srimad Bhagavatam are Bhagavan Api. This means that although Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead and thus has no desire that needs to be fulfilled, because he is always full with six opulences, he still wanted to enjoy the company of the gopis in the Rasa dance. Bhagavan Api signifies this is not like the ordinary dancing of young boys and young girls. The specific words used in Srimad Bhagavatam are Yogamayam Upashritaha, which mean that this dancing with the gopis is on the platform of Yogamaya, not Mahamaya. The dancing of young boys and girls within the material world is in the kingdom of Mahamaya, or the external energy. The rasa dance of Krishna with the gopis is on the platform of Yogamaya. The difference between the platforms of Yogamaya and Mahamaya is compared in the Chaitanya Charitamrita to the difference between gold and iron. From the viewpoint of metallurgy, gold and iron are both metals, but the quality is completely different. Similarly, Although the Rasa dance and Lord Krishna's association with the gopis appear like ordinary mixing of young boys and girls, the quality is completely different. 
The difference is appreciated by great Vaishnavas because they can understand the difference between love of Krishna and lust. On the platform of Mahamaya, dances take place on the basis of sense gratification. But when Krishna called the gopis by sounding his flute, the gopis very hurriedly rushed toward the spot of the rasa dance with a transcendental desire to satisfy Krishna. The author of Chaitanya Charitamrita, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, has explained that lust means sense gratification, and love also means sense gratification, but for Krishna. In other words, when activities are enacted on the platform of personal sense gratification, they are called material activities. But when they are enacted for the satisfaction of Krishna, then they are spiritual activities. On any platform of activities, the principle of sense gratification is there. But on the spiritual platform, sense gratification is for the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna. Whereas on the material platform, it is for the performer. For example, on the material platform, when a servant serves a master, he is not trying to satisfy the senses of the master, but rather his own senses. The servant would not serve the master if the payment stopped. That means that the servant engages himself in the service of the master just to satisfy his senses. On the spiritual platform, however, the servitor of the Supreme Personality of Godhead serves Krishna without payment, and he continues his service in all conditions. That is the difference between Krishna consciousness and material consciousness. It appears that Krishna enjoyed the rasa dance with the gopis when he was eight years old. At that time, many of the gopis were married, because in India, especially in those days, girls were married at a very early age. There are even many instances of a girl's giving birth to a child at the age of twelve. Under the circumstances, all the gopis who wanted to have Krishna as their husband were already married. At the same time, they continued to hope that Krishna would be their husband. Their attitude toward Krishna was that of a paramour love. Therefore, the loving affairs of Krishna with the gopis are called parakiya rasa. The attitude of a married man who desires another wife, or a wife who desires another husband, is called Parakya Rasa. Actually, Krishna is the husband of everyone because he is the supreme enjoyer. The gopis wanted Krishna to be their husband, but factually, there was no possibility of his marrying all the gopis. But because they had the natural tendency to accept Krishna as their supreme husband, the relationship between the gopis and Krishna is called Parakya Rasa. The Parakya Rasa is ever-existent in Goloka Vrindavan, in the spiritual sky, where there is no possibility of the inebriety which characterizes Parakya Rasa in the material world. In the material world, Parakya Rasa is abominable, whereas in the spiritual world, it is present in the super-excellent relationship of Krishna and the gopis. There are many other relationships with Krishna, master and servant, friend and friend, parent and son, 
and lover and beloved. Out of all these rasas, the parakya rasa is considered to be the topmost. This material world is a perverted reflection of the spiritual world. It is just like the reflection of a tree on the bank of a reservoir of water. The topmost part of the tree is seen as the lowest part. Similarly, parakya rasa, when pervertedly reflected in this material world, is most abominable. When people therefore imitate the rasa dance of Krishna with the gopis, they simply enjoy a perverted, abominable reflection of the transcendental parakya rasa. There is no possibility of enjoying this transcendental parakya rasa within the material world. It is stated in the Srimad Bhagavatam that one should not imitate this parakya rasa even in dreams or imagination. Those who do so drink the most deadly poison. <laughs> 